everyone. Welcome to the Future Construct Podcast. I am your host, Amy Peck. We have an amazing guest today. I'm very excited. We have Michelle Bachman, who is the president of Stanley X. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you, Amy. Appreciate you guys uh, inviting me to be part of this. So I definitely want to talk about Stanley X and all the, the great work you're doing now. But you know, I'd love to hear about your journey through the industry and how you got to where you are today. Sure. Um, I'm a mechanical engineer uh, from the Midwest. I went to an engineering school and um, I started in manufacturing. So I'm a practitioner. So I really started on the manufacturing floor and sort of made my way up, Uh, worked in automotive So I've also lived in Detroit. And then from there, I I kind of played around with 3D printing at that point in time, which is very relevant with today in construction and manufacturing and uh, in the way of the future. Um, From there, I um, ended up going into basically spending most of my career at GE. Um, I worked in automation again, back into the manufacturing floor, connecting machines getting data from machines, helping customers with insights, automating, using PLC and, and uh, software to gather data to, uh, to help customers improve productivity or to improve quality of their products. And I had uh, big customers like Anheuser-Busch, uh, Ford, uh, Mallinckrodt, and uh, some companies like that. And then, um, and then I got into supply chain at GE and, and spent many years in supply chain. I ran a plant. I was in sourcing. And then I ended up going into our service organization in healthcare and really love healthcare. Healthcare is all about the purpose of life. So you're saving babies, you're saving human lives through diagnostic imaging equipment at hospitals or at clinics. And, and then um, I also spent some time in the pharmaceutical industry. Uh, again, it's all manufacturing, it's equipment, helping customers. And um, and then from there, I actually moved out to California, worked in our digital division and in industrial cybersecurity. So protecting all of those sort of infrastructure, energy grids, uh, manufacturing facilities again. So I have this weave of technology through my throughout my career in manufacturing. And so from GE, I was recruited over to HP in a um, in a startup within the corporation. And so I have a love of startup. So I worked in corporations and I also worked in startups. And so I love that that kind of combination of, you know, having funding and and support, yet uh, being nimble and being able to have autonomy to make decisions quickly for our customers. And so I was in 3D printing at HP. We made uh, industrial 3D printers for for manufacturing, for production, series production. And and then from there, I had that bug of startup. So I was like, okay, I'm really going to do this startup thing and not have the corporation behind me and and supporting uh, the the, the startup field. So I ended up uh, uh, becoming a CEO of a startup, and it was a workflow software in manufacturing, advanced manufacturing, connecting systems, and again, kind of going back to helping customers get insights to uh, to improve the product that they were they were developing. And um, 
And then from there, I got a call from Stanley Black and Decker, um, as you you know. And actually, Stanley Black and Decker, before I go into that, I actually had talked to them three and a half years ago from today. Like literally three and a half years ago, I received a call from a recruiter asking if I'd be interested in this new company called Stanley X as, you know, the innovation arm. And and I was super interested and I talked to a bunch of people at Stanley Black & Decker, but it just wasn't at the right time. So about six, seven months ago, I joined Stanley Black & Decker leading Stanley X, the innovation uh, business unit for for Stanley Black & Decker as president. And I've... um, you know, we're, we're really driving innovation and, and taking all of that experience of the corporate world and startup and bringing it all together. So we actually will go purchase, acquire companies. We will build our own platform, software, hardware. We will, um, we will invest in startups. We've done that several times. We will develop uh, software through our venture studio and then spin out companies. And so we have all these different ways of being able to get into the industry, really focused in construction technology. So what I've been able to do is take all that manufacturing experience that I talked about and bring it to construction. And um, and I see so much potential there. So hopefully I didn't go on too long, but that gives no, you... No, I was completely fascinated. And you know, it's interesting because I, I found more and more people who have um, these, these sort of interesting and varied careers that when you dig in, there's always this through line, you know, and so you've had a through line throughout the career. And, it, and it's interesting now, too, that that you're bringing the two things that you love, which is, you know, that that innovation piece, but but being able to also be, you know, part of corporate culture, but then having that startup sensibility. So um, no, 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 I was, I was wrapped the whole time you were, you're sharing your, your history. Um, so with, with Stanley X, so you mentioned that you, you know, you've done some acquisitions and, and investments. What are some of the things that you're seeing uh, or just that you're excited about, you know, kind of leveraging technology and how we can start to, you know, improve outcomes, leveraging technology and 3D printing is a is a great example as well. Yeah, 3, 3D printing is is super hot in manufacturing and in construction. I think there's a there's quite a ways to go there to to really be able to get the high level of quality get the productivity you need and add up the cost that makes sense. But um, you got to jump into 3D printing or additive manufacturing. I I really feel like you have to do that. Um, What I'm seeing, you know, that like from manufacturing, my experience in manufacturing, I'm not going to tell you how long ago I started, but a long time ago. And it started with just trying to gather information from manufacturing floor. Now I'm seeing that in construction and people are starting to digitize um, different steps in the process, trying to connect different groups and different software platforms together and hardware platforms. So I see manufacturing maybe 50 years ago being where construction is or has been recently in starting to move kind of the same direction. So I see parallels with both industries. And that's why that's where the passion comes out. Cause I'm like, Oh, I see this. This is like, it's just right there. There's so many things that people have learned in manufacturing that they can bring to construction. And, uh, the, the lessons learned are, are huge in the technologies that you could, you can use them both. That is a fantastic analogy. In fact, I hadn't really thought of that, but now that you mentioned it, that makes total sense. And, 
I, I feel the same, you know, in the in the AAC industry in general, that there is, you know, on the one hand, this, uh, you know, all this great technology coming, uh, including, you know, immersive technology, 3D printing, robotics, BIM, that everybody isn't using BIM is is a mystery to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it, but there's some reticence, it seems. You've got forward thinking companies, but is it, is it, I mean, I guess maybe you learned a lot of those lessons in manufacturing. So was it the same in manufacturing that it's really down to the workers that they, they just, it's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. And so it's hard to bring in a new process into a workflow. Yeah. I, I, I think some companies can just totally flip and go there. However, I think most of the industry, you have to take baby steps to get there. And, and the thing is, is like, we went through this like 10 years ago, I think it was at GE, like so many people are used to smartphones, they use their smartphone, and then they would go into a big company and be like, why can't I be this nimble in my, you know, in my professional life, like I am in my personal life, I'm like, everything's at my fingertips. And I just, why can't we do that in in corporate world? And so you got those people who are early adopters, and who really want to see that happen. And then you have, you know, a lot of folks who it just takes a little while to get there. And I I just I think you got to take baby steps. You got to make it super easy to 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 bring those technologies and and prove. You know, I'm I'm actually from Missouri. So I'm from the show me state. So like I had to see the proof in the pudding. Like I really needed to see it before I was like willingly gonna say, okay, let's go adopt this new technology. And so I think got to take those early adopters as examples and use cases and, and show others, you know, in small, mid-sized, large companies, you got to show examples across the board because it's always like, well, I'm different. You know, I'm different. You, you know, we're, we're, we're not, we're not like those, those use cases that you're showing, but, but that's not true. <laughs> that's yeah. why you have use cases across all, all different industries or sizes of industries. I love that. You said something that that I, I, I want to unravel a little bit about the smartphones, but we're just going to take a, a brief moment here to hear from our sponsors and we will come right back. All right. Welcome back. And we're with Michelle Bachman, who is the president of Stanley X. You've had such an amazing career. I don't even know where to start next, but uh, I do want to talk about something you said, uh, you know, about sort of our mobile devices kind of driving some of the solutions in uh, or the workplace. And I think that's that that that's contributing to some of the issues that were just a lot of this, uh, you know, frontier technology or emerging technology like we we don't have a utility for it in our personal lives. And so it's hard to introduce it into the workplace. Um, and, you know, so I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. And especially relative to a lot of the work that you're doing at Stanley X, because you see so many innovative companies. Yeah. So, you know, when I'm thinking of the smartphone or even like your, your laptop, when um, an example would be, so I'm searching for uh, a pair of jeans and um, and I bought some jeans in the past, but now I want some jeans that, you know, maybe are uh, a little different. But what Google does is Google advanced Google search will say, hey, 
we've got your history here. We are going to give you recommendations because we know what you bought in the past or what you searched on before. So I think you can take that. And that, that makes your life easier. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Or even like Amazon does it. And so there's a company that uh, we spun out years ago called Dado, D-A-D-O. And it's construction management software. And what it does, it syncs all the platforms in, uh, in, in, you know, in a in construction environment, and it gets your data from all of those platforms where you can actually go and search, and it's like smart searches. And so it just drives so much productivity, and it does kind of that like, hey, have you, you know, you're in this area of the the drawing, you know, did you know that this is an updated uh, wiring diagram? Or, hey, I'm, I'm searching on uh, specifications for this or that, or I have an RFQ. And it just, it's smart and it uses AI and it just makes uh, life a lot easier. That's very similar to how we like Google search or Amazon in our everyday life. It uses the same type of technology and it just drives a lot of productivity. So you're able to integrate all of these uh, these cloud platforms together. So you don't have to go to one and then another and then another. It's all integrated. And we actually use it internally at Stanley Black & Decker in uh, one of our groups that that actually does RFQs. And it's, um, geez, it's, it's uh, I think it would take someone three or four days to go through an entire RFQ or RFP. And now it takes just a few hours. So wow. that's the type of productivity that we're talking about with uh, using Dato. And so Dato is a company we spun out, we invested in. And then when I started seven months ago, I was like, oh, this is really cool. They started getting product market fit. And uh, I just and I, I love the team. They're amazing. And so I was like, we we're we're going to bring them back into Stanley Black and Decker instead of keeping them like a separate um, a separate startup. And so we we've done that over the last few, few months and we're continuing to kind of keep them separate so they can scale and continue to get uh, product market fit and be nimble and uh, do the things that a startup does, but still within Stanley Black & Decker. And so that's an example of a company we've, we, we you know, came up with the idea, we spun them out, we invested in them and said, hey, this is a crown jewel and let's, let's bring it back and, and continue to fund it. So, um, but it's very much like a smartphone, you know, it's, it's how you are doing your everyday shopping or your, when you're, you know, out searching for a new restaurant because you've been to this type of restaurant, you, these are recommendations and things like that. So hopefully that gave you a good example of how I'm, um, how I think about that. No, I love that. And, I, and that's also such a great um, position to, to be in, um, you know, as, as, as Stanley X and in, in the way that you work with startups, because, you know, it's, it's, it's very symbiotic, right? And, I, and I'm, I'm actually a big fan also of, of corporate venture, because it's sort of, you know, venture with a point of view. And, and with oftentimes, you know, sort of a, a built in product market fit, which is, you know, one, one of the things that I think, uh, you know, startups struggle with sometimes, you know, it's, it's like, we built the coolest product in the world, but we're not sure if anyone wants it. Right. Right. And then when do you know you have it? You know, that was like a whole discussion. It's like, are the customers pulling on it yet? Well, maybe, you know, on anything in general, I'm just generalizing, but yeah, yeah product market fit and the definition of it is, is like trying to determine when it, when it is happening and when it's not. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, are there some other technologies? It sounds like, you know, you're working kind of cross spectrum with many, many different types of technologies. Um, It's hard for me not to ask about immersive technology, but we don't have to go there. We can talk about robotics. We've already talked a little bit about 3D printing, but are there some technologies that you think are really going to be, you know, transformative for the industry? Yeah. I I mean, you know, prefab or offsite construction, whatever you you call it, I think is um, it will continue to be an area that we need to drive productivity and quality because, you know, unlike production, most series production is high volume, low level of customization. Well, in construction, we know it's a high level of customization and uh, low level of volume. And so how do you kind of take those learnings that I talked about before and bring it bring it forward? So I think robotics is going to be key in that I think software and workflow and automating and getting information visible so you actually can see and when materials are going to show up. Um, where are the materials once they show up? <laughs> like just trying to find them like, oh, it's the northeast corner of blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's it's yeah, it, it sounds like it's simple, but it's just not. Yeah. And um, so I think just and I know that's not like high tech, just finding, you know, materials or just being able to monitor your suppliers. But it's 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 real. It's what has to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, in, you know, I don't want to get too far ahead where we're like, you know, we have robots walking around, you know, construction sites, building, <laughs> building the, the, the sites. But I, you know, I, I think we have to take those baby steps with some of these things that we're just talking about. Well, no, but I'm already there. I, I, that's exactly what I want to see. And I want them all to have LIDAR. So we're building the as built as we're building the building, Yes, which is another thing that I don't understand. (laughs) We talked to to a ton of startups about that in, in, in seeing their technology is like the progress of on-site construction and being able to capture that in comparing it to as planned, as built. And uh, and then the timeline, like, are they behind? Are they, you know, and so I, I don't know who's going to win that battle, but there's a lot of different technologies out there. And I think in investing in that emerging tech that's out there is going to be key in trying to um, take your bets, take some, yeah. some, some bets and just just, uh, you know, have a horse in the race. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I, I, I agree. Um, I'm a big believer in in tying, you know, tying that to to sort of triggering payments for contractors because I guarantee you that will get adopted. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. exactly. Uh, so, so what are some of the other companies, um, you know, besides Data, which sounds fascinating, and I'm definitely going to look them up uh, after we speak. But what are some of the other companies that? I know it's hard because, you know, you love all your babies, but are there any that, you know, that have had had particular success recently that you'd like to share? Yeah, M-Suite is, it, went, it didn't come through Stanley X, but we were part of the group who uh, helped kind of uh, do the qualification of, of their software. But again, I go back to software and it's off-site construction or prefab and they're connecting. It's that workflow, but they're connecting BIM and FAB in the field and uh, really driving productivity again and helping with schedule and visibility to where are they within the system, but it's specifically for prefab, but kind of connecting all those dots as well. So M-Suite's another one that I'm pretty bullish on. Um, 
Another company that we just, uh, so my, um, my strategy manager who had been at Stanley X for since the beginning of Stanley X, he uh, came up with an idea and uh, got funding. And so he just started a startup and we're an investor and it's called Nickel. And it's kind of this, uh, it's a software platform again, but it helps um, const- uh, GCs and uh, the MEPs to the for the payments. And so you were talking about payments, which made me kind of think about nickel and it's N-I-C-K-E-L. And this is like seed, you know, but they they did well in their funding round and um and a lot of buzz around this area. So it's kind of fintech as well as uh construction tech. And it's it's a software platform that actually helps um the teams get paid faster. And, you know, that's been a big problem in the industry. So um, so that is is a solution that we're we're very excited to see come to fruition and, and they're just getting started. So so that's a perfect name because nickel because of the you know fintech component and nickel is in if I had a nickel for every time, you know, a company didn't pay our bills on time. So yeah. it's, yeah. it's twofold. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's really that supplier, GC, you know, MEP. It's just helping, helping with that whole flow. And then they stay on, hopefully they stay on schedule if they're getting paid. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, makes, that makes total sense. Well, I ask one question of everyone towards the end of our uh, discussion. And I'm sure this is something that you think about a lot because it's very (laughs) futuristic. So if you could project yourself, you know, 20, 25 years into the future and you could bring with you, you know, any gadget or software or service or just anything that would make you happy on a personal level or just make your life better in some way, what would it be and what would it do? Okay. So this is kind of old, but not really because it was in the movies and the series, but I want a Star Trek transporter. And uh, because I travel all the time for personal and for work. So if I can literally be in another country, in another state within a few minutes or seconds, then that's what I would want. So it's kind of that time travel. But you know, the transporter tech is like breaking down matter into living organisms and and uh, into that energy pattern. <laughs> and yeah, again, yeah. this is a movie, so it's not real, but like breaking it down and then bringing it, bringing it back and, and forming into humans. And I so love that. That's what I would want. It, it's old because, you know, Star Trek's been around forever. I remember watching it when I was like little, like four or five, but I want a transporter. No, I love that. And I'm right there with you because I'm on planes all the time. And uh, I actually would even go maybe a step further because I'd kind of like to have, you know, like the holographic versions of myself be able to go to things where I don't really need to be there in person, but it's kind of good. And then that whole interaction is recorded. And then I get to just sense that I was there, but I didn't physically have to be there. So, but I'm not sure that I want to be the first one in the transporter where they're like, no. Like pulling apart all of our organic matter. I was like, that's a great idea, but you go first. Right. It's like breaking it down and then bringing it back. It's like, am I going to be the same? Exactly. Exactly. Or will you even be aware? I don't know. We're going to go down a rabbit hole here, but I I love that idea. But, you know, I'm on planes. I love my time on planes. 
because it like it's the downtime, you know, and it's it's uh, it's good. But I'm like, I'm so done with airports and just yeah, especially in the summer when it's just oh, yeah, total mayhem. But anyway, well, I'm sure I'm going to see you at SFO or yeah Heathrow or somewhere one of these days. Uh, But it's been such a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Here, thank you. I really, again, appreciate you guys uh, reaching out. And uh, I, I really enjoyed this and getting to know you all. Likewise.